0: welcome guys and gals to the man Talk show. I'm Connor Beaton and today we are going to talk about when women make more money than men in the relationship. Now this could probably be a pretty charged topic and subject. Um, and it actually came out of a QA session I did on Instagram uh, this past weekend. Uh, I put up uh, a QA for the men and women that follow me on Instagram and I got over a hundred responses over a hundred questions. From people, and unfortunately, I couldn't get through all of them. Um, and there's some really good themes that I'm gonna continue to touch on here on the podcast. But one of the major ones that I was surprised by was the question and the, and the, the comment around what to do, how to act. Is it okay uh, if women make more money than men in the relationship? And this wasn't just a question from women, it was also a question from men. And so I thought that I would dig into this. And so I, I spent some time over the past couple of days actually digging into the research behind this to kind of get some data. And what the, what immediately stood out to me was the fact that 42% of women are the sole or primary breadwinners, bringing in more than half, half or more than half of the family earnings. And that to me, like I, I knew that women had made a lot of progress in terms of, of, of you know, finding their footing in terms of equality, in terms of us as a society and culture, uh, creating more space. But I didn't know that the metric was actually that high. Whether that's just through my own ignorance or naivete, um, I just didn't know. And so that was the first thing that I came across that that kind of struck me as interesting because you probably don't hear this conversation happen as much as you as I would think should be happening, considering that. 42% of women are the primary breadwinners. And by the way, I'm going to use the word, the term breadwinners, because in, in a lot of the data and the research that I did, the actual researchers use the terminology breadwinner to refer to the person or people who are earning uh, the money within the household. And that goes for the co-breadwinner, the, the, the person that is, is also supporting. So one of the big questions that came out of, out of the Instagram poll was, does this even really matter? Does it matter if a woman is making more than a man? Well, the, the answer is yes and no. For so for some men, it's gonna be a big problem. For some men that you know are maybe a little bit more traditional. Um, or you know feel uh, they can feel threatened by by having their partner make more money than them. Um, it's going to be a, a bit of a challenge. They want to be the breadwinner, and it's not a bad thing, right? So I just want to preface that that's not a bad thing. If you want to be the one that makes the money, that takes care of the finances, that that does those things, whether you're a man or a woman, that there's not a problem with that, right? So, but there are some guys that it's going to be an issue because they want to be the primary breadwinner. They want to have that purpose, right? We want to be able to have that that purpose and that direction that gives us meaning that, you know, we are able to lead and and take care of the household in some capacity. And while that may be seen as a very stereotypical role, for a lot of men, it's still a role that they would like to inhabit, that they would like to reside in. Now, for others, it's not a problem at all. There are a lot of men that that I've talked to uh, over the last few years and the work that I've done. that that don't have a problem whatsoever with their wife, with their girlfriend making more money than them. Now, obviously, we're talking about heterosexual relationships here, so I'm just going to refer to that. Um, But there's a lot of guys that don't have a problem with it. Now, interestingly enough, the more that I dug into the the women's side of things, uh, the more that I actually saw that it is a very big, um, sort of hot topic of debate for women as well. And that there are actually quite a few women that are, that are out there that do see this as a huge challenge, that they see it as that being a bit of an obstacle for intimacy, being a bit of an obstacle to the type of relationship that they would like. And um, it was interesting to see some of the articles and some of the research that was written on women's viewpoints on this. So again, it's a yes and no for women as well, right? There are a lot of women that are out there That are totally fine being being the breadwinners. One of the caveats that a lot of the women had was that they are more okay with being the breadwinner, with being the primary breadwinner, as long as they're doing something that they genuinely love. If not, that's when it becomes a bit of an issue. That's when it starts to become a bit of a challenge. Uh, So that's what I saw time and time and time again. So uh, one of the things, one of the things that started to come up, you know, out of this, because one of the questions was, you know, if uh, if a man is making less than a woman, is is he more likely to cheat? Well, I actually dug into that, and and the research shows that infidelity is actually uh, a little bit higher in relationships where women are making more than men, and there's there's a ton of reasons for that, which I am not necessarily going to dive into specifically here because it's it's kind of a complex issue that, that I'm not going to be able to unpack maybe in a, in a 10 or 15 minute mini podcast episode. Um, but it also showed that divorce rates were also higher. Now, the more that I dug into this topic, the more that I found that that's because a lot of these couples uh, either aren't on the same page when they get into their relationship in terms of money, in terms of you know values and beliefs around money, uh, or One of the major challenges is that resentment and animosity starts to build throughout the relationship because of this, uh, you know, shift in the dynamic and it doesn't get talked about and it kind of gets swept underneath the rug and it shows up in very dysfunctional ways. Right. So one party will start to become resentful towards the other one. No one says anything. Right. Maybe somebody feels insecure, uh, but they don't actually want to admit why they feel insecure and it just turns into a much larger issue than than it probably should be. So one of the interesting things that I that I also found was that a study that showed that was talking about this and and actually talked about uh, men doing more uh, work around. And that the study actually called it women's work. So I'm just <laughs> before you attack me, I'm literally using the the verbiage from the actual study but you know household chores i'm not going to label the chores because i don't want to get into that uh, but household chores and taking care of things around the house they classified it as one women's work woman's work uh, which might offend the crap out of some people listening to this but i'm just giving you the details from the study uh, but what it did say was that men who do more of that type of work around the house are are oftentimes more likely to be unfaithful Women are more likely to be unfaithful, and and the women are actually more likely to, to be less attracted to the man in the relationship, which I actually found quite interesting. So obviously, a lot of us, a lot of people out there, still have these very old school views of what the role of a man and a woman are in a relationship. And this is why it's so important, you know, as, as our cultures change, as our societies change. You know, uh, as technology rapidly advances and the roles of men and women, you know, the lines become more and more blurred and people aren't really too sure what role they should be inhabiting, what responsibilities they should have at home. This is why it's so important, so, so, so important to be able to have these conversations. So I want to give you five things that through this whole uh, process, uh, and I have a few clients that I've actually worked with on on this uh, specific topic. But five things that I have found to be incredibly helpful for couples that are going through this, because there's obviously uh, more couples than maybe we think that are going through this. So number one is, and this is for anybody that's listening, this is for absolutely any, any couple that's listening, whether you're you know, a year in or you've been married for a couple of years, like wherever you are in your relationship. Number one is have the money talk, right? Have the money talk. Where are you both at financially? What do you both want financially? What are your beliefs and your values and your views on money? What do you think that you're really good at when it comes to money? You know, like Vienna and I, my fiance and I have had this conversation and we had it very early on in our relationship. And we talked about what our values and our beliefs were when it came to money and finances and, you know, how much money we had saved. And where that money was put away and what we wanted to do with it. And, you know, we talked about ideally how much we both wanted to be earning each year and how much we'd like to be saving. Like we've really we've really gone through the the whole ringer. And, and I just want to preface this with saying it wasn't an easy conversation, right? It wasn't easy at all. It was challenging. It was confronting. There was parts of it that that, you know, are, are embarrassing or uh, whatever it is, whatever it is. Right. There, there's it's a very uh, touchy subject when it comes to when it comes to having the money conversation and it's a very very important one the second part specifically with regards to uh specifically with regards to when women are making more money than men is to answer the question what is the threat right what's the threat what is the threat to you as a man if your partner if your wife if your girlfriend if your fiance is making more money than you and same for the ladies that are out there what's the threat to you if you are making more money than your partner, right? Do you have the expectation that he should make more money than you? Do you want him to do that? What is the threat to you? Does it mean that you are gonna to have to provide and you don't wanna do that? Like really get in touch with what that, what that internal story is because it's gonna be very, very powerful to unpack. Number three is what is the goal or the aim or the ambition? Now, the idea here is to understand that as a couple in the relationship, you, you should be ideally on the same team. So as a team, what's the goal, right? And th- this can really be around ambition, right? One of the comments that I saw uh, from, from one of the women who was talking about making more money than her partner was a big concern around her partner having less ambition than her. And that was unattractive. So getting to know some of these things, right? Like in, in my dynamic and in our uh, in our relationship, Ambition is a big part of it, right? Having direction is a big part of it. Money is less of an important thing, like who's making how much is less of an important thing. But the direction and the ambition is really, really important. We want to be able to push each other. So whether I make you know, five times more or Vienna makes five times more or that changes over the years, the essence behind all of it is being able to understand that we both have ambition and direction uh, as individuals, separate from each other, and then that those ambitions are are actually unified as a couple in the relationship. Uh, number four is who's doing the financial decision making? Now, this is obviously an important one to have, right? Because if you had gone back fifty or sixty years ago, um, this conversation probably would not have even ever really been had, right? Maybe very, very rarely. But for the most part, traditionally, men have been making the financial decisions. So does that change when the woman in the relationship is making more money? Well, that's something that you as a couple actually need to decide, right? So if, if in this situation, let's say um, the woman is making more money, she has a lot more saved, whatever the case may be, and, uh, and, and as a couple, you're trying to decide what to do with the money. One of the most important things that you need to do is who's making those decisions, right? Is she making those decisions or are you making those, more, those decisions as the man in the relationship? Not that there's an entitlement, not that you're entitled to make those decisions just because you're the man, uh, but just having the dialogue of who's going to make those financial choices, who's going to decide where money is getting invested. Uh, what properties you're buying, and when you're buying it, and where where that money is actually going. Now, obviously, the ideal situation is that as a couple, you're making these decisions together, right? You're making these decisions together, much like a really healthy and functional uh, business partnership. And you know that can be challenging for egos. That can be challenging uh, because you know, in a, in a lot of ways, both men and women still have a lot, a ton, actually, a lot of judgments. Around a woman making more money than uh, than their partner, and you know, interestingly enough, I actually spoke to my dad about this because my dad and my stepmom, and he, you know, he's fine with me talking about this. My dad and my stepmom were have been married for thirty years, and initially they were making about the same amount of money. My dad was making a little bit more money than than her initially, and her career started to advance a little bit more. And when they had kids, they had to decide what they were going to do, and they they chose to uh, have my stepmom go back to school, get her MBA, and have her actually be the front runner for building the career and et cetera, et cetera. And by the end of it, she was making considerably, considerably more money than he was. And it was interesting because his generation was not so forgiving, not so open-minded as maybe we like to think our generation is. Whether or not that is true is a completely different conversation, but it was a it was a challenge for him because when people found out you know they would they would say you know they would say things to him all the time, and he you know he shared some of those some of those challenges with me and so being able to know that there are stigmas out there, right, even if as a couple you have it all together and you've made these decisions and you've had these conversations and you know who's making more money and where that money's going if you decided as a couple and Uh, You know, you know, who's going to be making the financial decisions, whether it's one person or whether it's both of you. But just know that there are people out there that are going to judge you, you know, that are not going to have as much of an open mind about it as you might as a couple or be as accepting as the reverse, the reverse roles. All right. So that's that's number four. And then finally, number five is kind of like a bonus tip. Um, but this is more of like a relationship maintenance thing, which is, and, and again, this is for any couple out there, any couple, regardless of your dynamic, regardless of whether the man makes more money or the, or the woman makes more money, it doesn't matter. Keep money out of the chore talk. Keep it out of it. So it doesn't matter if one partner is making 30 grand a year and the other partner is making 300 grand a year. You are probably both working, you know, 40 plus hours a week and getting your paychecks and hustling your ass off. And hopefully you're both doing something that matters to you. That's the really important part. Hopefully you're both doing something that really matters to you. And probably neither one really has the free time to do a ton of this stuff, right? So unless somebody's working part time and you know there's an agreement there, et cetera, et cetera. But still, regardless of the situation, keep money out of the chore talk at home. It creates a lot of tension. A lot of tension, regardless of who is making more money. And when you can remove that money situation, that money part from it, it starts to create a, a little bit of a different equilibrium. So I hope that you found this helpful and impactful. Um, you know, I wanted to sprinkle in some data and some research in there along with some useful tools. So my, my challenge and invitation for you is to actually sit down with your partner, listen to this episode together. Really listen to this episode together as a couple and write down a few things that stood out for you. And and secondly, uh, actually go through each of the points that I laid out, uh, one through five, and talk about each one of them. And one of the major things that I would like for you to address is how you're going to navigate these waters as a couple and make these decisions. So uh, feel free to share this with a friend, man it forward and share it with just one person goes a long way. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and a review. Until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.